Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Wednesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. It's a scorcher. No, it's not Wednesday. It's Tuesday, isn't it, Clayton? Yep, okay. There we go. Another Biden moment on my part. Um, it's uh, My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. <laughs> um, and it is Tuesday. It's definitely Tuesday. Uh, and it's going to be a scorcher. The weather's returning to normal seasonal weather for this time of year in Tennessee. And I think it's going to feel good for a while. Uh, summer is summer, and... Time to get in the lake, get in the pool, get the grill out. Uh, you know, go do uh, watch Babe Ruth uh, baseball, Little League baseball tournament coming up. Just do it all. Do summer. All right, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Also, a big shout out last night. Uh, the district tournament in Little League ended. And Columbia American uh, 12-year-olds uh, beat a very good Tullahoma team last night, 4-1 to one in extra innings. Went seven innings, uh, and now Columbia will represent uh, this district in the state tournament that will be held in Columbia on July 15th. So, fantastic job by those guys. And it will be carried uh, live on our sister station, WKRM, FM 103.7. Uh, and you can also go to our website and while you listen to the broadcast from our very professional broadcaster Lou Maddox you can also watch uh, in high definition correct with uh, instant replay and the whole nine yards so it's it's a big deal and if, if you can't get out there you know uh, join us by radio or, or video and uh, do what a lot of people do is sit in the stands and watch the or sit out in the cars uh, around the stadium and and listen to the broadcast, watch the video, and watch the game all at the same time. And, and I, I do want to say this because I don't want to upset any parents. Columbia American was well represented in the district tournament. They won T-ball. Uh, they won 10-year-olds. They won 11-year-olds. And then, as I said last night, they won the 12-year-old division. The only division they didn't win was coach pitch. Uh, but... Uh, congratulations to all those teams. They they did an amazing job and represented Columbia very, very well. All right, folks. All American baseball, Columbia, summer. Uh it's 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 uh it's community, it's what it's all about. Our number one dude, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Trumpites. Good morning. I know y'all rolling with all the extra recordings and stuff this morning. It's a beautiful day. And I must say, LSU! LSU won the national championship over Florida. Beat them about 18-4, to four, something like that. And, of course, you're from Louisiana, so... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Creole Cajun bred. All right. Well, that's great news. And, uh, and again, just all-American stuff there, folks. College baseball, which has uh, thrust itself into, I think, rapidly becoming the number one collegiate sport in terms of fan appeal uh, in the nation. And so uh, it's all good. Well, Clay, what do you I, say? I wouldn't say I, that. I, no, I, take up the slack. I, th- no. I think football's still king. Um, yeah, they take uh, up the slack. All right. Well, but, Yeah, but I think I do agree. I do think college baseball 
over the past five years has become a lot more popular uh, than it's ever been before ever. So. I, I know softball too, Clay. Yeah, I agree. Softball we, is very popular. Women's NCAA softball is fantastic to watch. Are you talking about it, it's a high speed game. It's 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 really good too. It's great. Well, but you know, I know you know my old school Vanderbilt. Uh, you know, nobody shows up to football. Of course, the team never wins. I get that. No, but nobody shows up to football stadium. Nobody shows up at Memorial Gym to watch basketball anymore. The tales of it being half empty and that kind of thing. But the students, uh, what the students pack the baseball field. I mean, just that that if if the gauge is what do the students like. It's baseball. Well, and it's because they've been serving beer at baseball for the last couple of years, too, well, which has driven attendance numbers up as well. Well, that'll get a good college student every time. Buddy. Yes, it will. When y'all, yes, it will. When y'all get one run at Vanderbilt, that's a cheer. That's time for a cheer. Uh, that'll, uh, you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> beer and students, uh, they tend to attract each other. Correct. <laughs> beer and one run in a game, that's, that's a winner. Yeah, all right. I get it. Um, you know, I'm still marveling about, uh, you know, over the weekend, the, you know, this Wagner group guy. What's his name? I, guess, I know you're talking about a Russian yeah. name. Yeah. Pizokin. The, the chef. Pizokin. They call him the chef. Pizokin. 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 With a P? Yeah, it starts with a pre, G, and H I M. Pizokin. Pizokin okay. is how they pronounce it. Okay. He's the head of the Wagner group. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, turned his uh, columns around. He, the Wagner Group's hired by the Russians to uh, help them in the war in Ukraine. And all of a sudden, Pizokin and the Wagner Group turned all their tanks and arms around and headed toward Moscow. And by all accounts, could have easily taken Moscow. But uh, somewhere along the line, he and Putin uh, uh, made a deal. And uh, they turned the tanks back around. And headed back to Ukraine, uh, I suspect that Clayton and I have a theory that, you know, of course, all the Warhawks, you know, the Lindsey Grahams, the Democrats were, I mean, they they hated Wagner Group before this thing got started. And then when uh, Wagner Group turned around and headed toward Moscow, they were all Team Wagner. And Clayton and I suspect they uh, have... You know, they duped uh, the CIA by getting that $6 billion accounting area error. And uh, as soon as they received the $6 billion, then they said, thank you very much, and turned back around toward Ukraine. Uh, well, nobody th- knows that for sure, Delk. I mean, that's an allegation, you know. I, I think it's I, a pretty solid theory, though. I, I, yeah, I mean, I agree I, with you. It is an allegation. Y'all, y'all are full of conspiracy theories. I'm you telling you. Come up with something kind. Anything that happens, y'all will come off the wall well, like a, like toilet paper. I'm, coming up with stuff and then trying to make it stick. Well, you tell me why Wagner turned back around and went to Ukraine. Who knows? Hey, I'd much know. rather hey, I'd much rather believe this theory to know where that six and a half billion dollars went than to not know where it went at all. Out the back door and suitcase. Cases, um, well, look like Republicans steal quite a bit. Well, I, I, I you, your point's well taken, Miss York. Is I'm just, you know, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. But that's what it is; it's a theory. But it reminds me of a case I had as a federal prosecutor uh, several years ago down in Wayne County. Now, Wayne oh, County boy. is the gift that just keeps on giving. 
but we had two individuals under investigation down there one of one of whom was ricky short uh who was caught with five kilos of cocaine and uh it turned out that he had paid for the cocaine ron hart are you with us i can see him but i don't hear him ron hart you got audio man I can see him on the video here, but apparently he can't hear me. Ron, can you hear me? Yeah, his audio's not set up yet. He's messing with his earpiece there. Ron, we're oh, there. It is okay. Ron, can you hear us? Yes, sir. I'm in. Okay, Ron, we're we're talking about. Uh, you know the Wagner group, and uh, you know who were uh, Wagner. Wagner, okay. Were, they were uh, fighting for the Russians in Ukraine over the weekend. They turned all their tanks and columns around, headed for Mo- toward Moscow, and then apparently uh, Putin and Wagner came to a deal, and they turned all the uh, tanks and troops back around and headed back toward Ukraine. Uh, when it appears, by all accounts, they could have easily taken Moscow and overthrown the Russian government, but chose yeah. not to. Uh, all of which reminds me, though, uh, and of course Clayton, I think that the six billion dollar accounting error was error was paid to the Russians or Wagner, or Wagner, or whoever they are, and uh, that's that's uh, <laughs> and that the United States got duped. But be that you know, Mr. York points out that that's just a theory and that. It's correct. It is the theory, and that's all. But it reminds me of a case I had down in Wayne County as a federal prosecutor several years ago where we were investigating two individuals. Uh, One of them was named Ricky Short, and he had five kilos of cocaine. Uh, He had paid for the five kilos of cocaine with uh, bills, cash, with serial numbers, none, none, um, none, uh, all dating before 1975 all serial numbers for the cash dated before 1975 and the bills had a lot of mud on them Mm. yeah (laughs) and uh yeah exactly and then his son-in-law rodney atwell who had uh bought 100 acres in wayne county seceded from the united states and found the founded the independent nation of hemp hill now you can imagine what Rodney was up to. It, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a, a naval attaché, and he tried to blow up the sheriff's office and some other things, you know. But uh, so Ricky Short and his son-in-law Rodney Atwell got into it, and because we were investigating them, we looked into their criminal history, and we got a. Uh, a Lawrence County Sheriff's deputy report of an incident at Rodney Atwell's house, and it was written in, you know, Southern deputy sheriff old time speak, and it said, you know, subject uh, short um, drove to subject Atwell's house. Uh, subject Atwell exited his front door, uh, took a shot with a rifle at subject short in his car and then subject uh short from his got out of his car and returned fire against atwell on his front porch and 
photo attached, and it looked like an old cartoon, Ron, where there was just a shotgun pattern uh, on the front porch, the wall of Atwell's house, where he was just outlined where the the shots, you know, had hit him and then yeah. hit the wall. And Sing a message. Uh-huh, but he, he wasn't, you know, it just, I don't know, it bounced off. He wasn't hurt. And so then you, you get down to the remarks section of the deputy sheriff's report, and it said, uh, uh, parties have settled their differences, case <laughs> closed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that seems to be what's happened with Wagner and Putin. Uh, parties have settled their differences. Case closed. You know. Yeah, it shows you what Putin's up against over there, right? He's heading right toward Moscow, as I understand it. I, I think the way to think about him is like a mafia boss. He's like a mafia, you know, boss. And uh, there's a great stand-up routine by a guy named Krager who talks about when he went on to Russia on a field trip from Florida State. Uh, he was basically joined the mob by mistake. He didn't know he did it. It's one of the better stand-up routines. You can catch it online. I joined the Russian mafia, but it's, it's pretty incredible what they do. There, when there's absence of illegal uh, gravitas and power over there, the vacuum is always filled by someone else, right? The mafia in the United States. If we don't do it right, Chicago, New York, back in the day, or gangs, for example, in parts of cities in Atlanta and. You know, L.A. and places like that, gangs will fill the void as well. So, if, you know, the police force is not strong, <laughs> people will fill the void. These are all oligarchs who make a lot of money. This guy was his chef, as you remember. Yeah, that's what Clay was saying. He's called chef. Chef. He's he's chef. Known as Putin's Well, yeah. I think so, the, she- I think uh, the, the chef's on. Military, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> Y'all, it's not over. I mean, Putin is a revengeful type guy, just like somebody else I know who I'm not going to let get a drink, free drink this morning. But Putin is just a revengeful guy, XKGB type, and he's not going to let that die. I mean, y'all would be crazy to think it's over with. Nah, I don't think it's over with. No. Uh, uh, Clayton, I know Clayton's shaking his head. No, yeah. I'm just, no, we all agree with you, Mr. York. Uh, but I mean, the chef uh, Wagner, Pajikin, whatever his name is, I mean, he has demonstrated that he can take Moscow at will. So Putin will have to put that in his pipe and smoke. You know, I mean, uh, so well, Putin fails to call up his regular troops and stuff. He tries to pretend that uh, Ukraine is just a little kerfuffle or something, and he doesn't want the public to know that it's an all-out war trying to take over another country so that that also plays into it yeah I, there are a lot of you yeah, i agree a lot of factors all right we're going to take the first break come back glad to have ron hart on board our uh, tuesday guy Parks Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork, and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people, and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Mr. Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Our number one dude, as always, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. On a beautiful day. Yes, Ooh. it is. Going to be a hot one, though. And native son, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How are you doing, Ron? Can you hear me? No, Ron is in Scotland, so we're we're trying to get him in here, but we'll see. Uh, I can see him on the board here, but in Scotland, what's he doing in Scotland? Oh boy, Ron, you're you're a little broken there. Um, what time is it over there, Ron? I think we've lost him. Yeah, I think we've lost him. Uh, About a six to seven hour difference, Clayton. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking six to eight somewhere in there. Are you oh, there? got me? Yeah. Well, yeah. What, hey. what time you got over there, Ron? Again, I'm sorry. I'm fine. Two fifteen. Two twenty. In the afternoon. Two twenty. Yeah, in the afternoon. So about six yeah. hours. It took me a little while to get the technology working. I'm not sure I have it working now. Yeah, you got it I'm working. I, Ron, I, I mean, every time you go to Scotland, it's usually golf and drinking involved. Is that what's going on now? Well, yeah, you're two for two. <laughs> <laughs> two for two. The old course is St. Andrews right now in uh, downtown St. Andrews. Beautiful town. Don't go to Russia. No Russians, no. They might keep you over there if you go over there. I don't know. Ron's so dangerous, yeah. Uh, he's Anyway, Ron, you, you're right this weekend. I mean, I have never seen a week so filled with, uh, you know, national and international events. Just the, the, the headline changing every, you know, uh, two or three hours from – uh, whatever. Hunter Biden, you know, texts about bribes. Elon Musk. Elon Musk to the submersible blowing up in. Uh, yeah, around. and then you got the, the him Zuckerberg. I get a cage match. I said uh, in my stand up this week. I did a little stand up this week. I said uh, Elon Musk and Zuckerberg they need to settle their differences in like a rickety sub two miles below the ocean surface, <laughs> like like just, you know, like other billionaires. There you go, and uh. <laughs> and so your column, uh, which appears in Main Street Murray and a lot of other platforms around the world, uh, talks about live golf and PGA golf. And apparently they're parties who have settled their differences as well. Uh, but it almost seems uh, not significant in terms of what happened after you wrote it, the series of events. Uh, I mean, I've never seen just a uh, changing headline so quickly on the national and international stage. But uh, so, but but tell us about Live Golf and PGA. What's 
Yeah, the PGA kind of was lethargic about how they ran things. They were essentially a monopoly and acted like one and, and kind of took advantage of the players. And then Lib, backed by the Saudi Arabian you know, sovereign fund, decided they're going to start their own tour and started buying players. Many of them in their 40s probably weren't going to win a major anymore. Some could have, Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson. But they paid them an, an inordinate amount of money, you know, minimum $20 million to come over. And then some of them got $200, $300 million dollars. Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnston, uh, uh, Brooks Kemp uh, to join the Live Tour. It's only a three-day golf tournament, not four, kind of a fun format. Uh, think of the USFL, kind of what it was to the NFL at one time back in the day, arrival to Monopoly. So a lot of good players went over there. Rory McIlroy and some other players of Justin Thomas were kind of sent out to browbeat them into you know, the tradition of you know, stay with the PGA Tour, don't do this, don't do this. But at the end of the day, look, they're all professionals. They're there, they're there to make money for their family and themselves. And there's only, you know, a 20-year period of time, realistically, you can make money on tour. And I don't, I, I don't, you know, begrudge them at all for going, never did. And about six months ago, when the ones didn't take the money, you know, Trump tweeted, you know, you take the money now because they're going to merge one day. And you're going to, you know, you're wish you'd taken the money. He sure did. They, Trump uh, was way out ahead, yeah way out ahead you know there's no room for you know as we know mr york there's no room for being right in politics you just got to be nice uh, well he was all nice. involved in that it wasn't like it was something he foresaw he was trying to do that all along right. the pga stopped no, playing at his golf in the pga stopped playing at his golf courses i don't think he was that involved so with it was the revenge type of thing and that's not done yet because congress is looking at you know all this stuff yeah i'm sure whatever he did was wrong he, Sure, but Ron, yeah, wasn't it so Ron, anyway? What, so the the base the mer the yeah. Well, wasn't it reported that Tiger Woods was offered a billion dollars to come about eight hundred million, million, yeah, million, million, eight hundred million, eight hundred million. Okay, mm. yeah, he turned it down. He's probably already worth a billion, and he, you know some guys are tied more tradition. You know, Tiger has seventeen majors, and Nicholas has you know nineteen. He's always kind of chasing Nicholas's major record. So I think there's a little bit more, uh, you know, tethered more to the tradition than anything else. And Tiger didn't take the money to his credit. I don't know how he, if he could play or not, but he, but you know, only, it's, not, but, it's like upfront money, no cut. But Ron, the only credible, real active player was Dustin Johnson. Phil Mickelson is washed up. Kupta is up and down. No, Brooks Kepka, very much a credible player. Brooks Kepka won four not majors. He's not consistent. Yeah, he is pretty consistent. He was in the hunt at Ruby at uh, LA Country Club, the U.S. Open last week, top ten. He's he's in the hunt all the time. He's not he, the last two majors. He's been in the hunt. Yeah, but Trump was but behind all that because he wanted them to play at his golf courses. And when the PGA decided not to play, that that put a crook in his snatch. So you know that's that was that was I inevitable. It wasn't like he was foreseeing it was, something. It was. it was Saudi Arabian wealth fund that did it. They just threw money at it, and the, and the prince over there, the crown prince that did it, doesn't even play golf. He's just trying to buy credibility, probably around killing, you know, Krasaji, the hoagie, the the the, the journalist soldier, that they yeah. murdered in the in the embassy over there, and the nine eleven involvement too. Don't forget that, you know. They're well, they're yeah, the way they divide up between the the PGA Tour, Mister York, and the way they divided up was simple. The PGA Tour took one hole one through eight. And they took a uh, hole twelve through eighteen, and they let the Sallies have hope, you know, nine eleven. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Saudis are doing the same thing in soccer. They're off- offering these guys late in their careers hundreds of millions of dollars. It's just unbelievable. They're trying to get in the NFL also. They're trying to own the NFL team. Well, so, Ron, what's, what's the yeah, bottom? Yeah. What, what's your take, humorous or, or otherwise, on uh, Liv and PGA? Well, I think in general, you know, you just take the money and run. I mean, look, you're, you're a professional at the end of the day, and the one I don't, I don't begrudge the ones that took the money, DeChambeau and the others, that took the money, and, and now they're merging together. But my takeaway is that PJ was a, was a sloppy monopoly that got, got basically schooled by the free market, right? The free market came in and bought these players off, and same thing happens in soccer in Europe. I mean, in Europe right now, they play so many soccer players, $100 million over here, the, the big ones to, you know, to play for a team, and, you know, the labor at the end of the day, when you have a monopoly, Mr. York disagrees probably with this, or we have a monopoly sanctioned by the government, so the two people that really, the two type of people that really pay the price are the consumers and the workers. In the case well, of golf, two monopolies, the workers the players. Uh, leave, had con- leave had considerable amount of money to just throw. They don't have any limits. So you're looking at a, one monopoly that took over another monopoly. Is it leave or live? Live, live, I think. Live. Live, okay. L-I-V, they call it live tour. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, but, you know, said and done, you know, it's really, they're trying to rehabilitate their average in Saudi Arabia. I mean, you know, they could redefine what it means to make, not make them, to make the cut over there. <laughs> that could scare some people. <laughs> also, too, they, they've had well, a hard time. But they actually, they have, they've done a pretty good job of rehabilitating their re- reputation because with covid all the suicide bombers had to work from home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Speaking of which, Ron, I mean, you know, I've I've kept sort of quiet about it, but I've privately predicted a soft landing uh, when everybody else was predicting recession, recession. And I had my reasons for it, and it looks like I'm going to be right. However, the first economic sign out there that scares me, really scares me, uh, was an article in the Wall Street Journal yesterday about, and this is a segue uh, from the conversation about everybody working at home, that because uh, the lockdowns and whatnot changed our work patterns, that in the big cities uh, around the country, people shifted from working in an office to working in a home. Well, the problem with that is a debt bomb similar to what we saw in the housing market crisis in 08, where we have millions and millions of square feet of vacant uh, office space in all of our major cities, New York, San Francisco, whatever, and uh, many of them are about to default on trillions of dollars in debt. Uh, now, that sounds like a, a 2008 setup to me. Uh, what say you? Working from home and cutting out a little bit, but yeah, working from home, I, th- I, I think these offices will never be the same. People have gotten lazy and want to work from home. I understand the practicality of it. Salesforce has a, a software program that if you have a sales team, they can record how many calls you made, how many outgoing calls. So you can, you can make sure people are working. I just think this generation that text and you know, reach out and they don't really like to inter- get in, interchange, you know, eyeball to eyeball with other people is going to make it worse. 
isolate more people, et cetera. I always like going in the office. I like being around people, ideas, et cetera. That's going to change. Camaraderie at work will change. But with you know all the Me Too movement and all the workforce tension that we have today, you know, we can you know hardly socialize with each other anymore uh, at the office because all this PC woke stuff. Where you, you know everybody files complaining if you you know say something that offends them. I got my toward the end of my career. I got the, someone complaining about my column, and they asked him human resources. Well, did, does he send them to make you read them? He goes, no. And they go, where do you, where do you read them? So I look them up on the internet. Uh. So wait, so you go look his column up on the internet, and you're you're offended by some of his jokes. Yes. So are you kidding me? Like that? That's something. Well, well a couple of things involved in that, Del. One. Uh, th- there's proven uh, results, data that there's a higher productivity when people work from home. Those that, for the majority of folks, and right, those but, that can't but, work from home. And 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 I, and I get that, Miss York. But specifically, Ron and Miss York, what I'm concerned about is apparently because people are working from home in the major cities, we're looking at a default of trillions of dollars in debt on uh, the these office buildings in these major cities and the, the potential of that to impact the economy like 08. Um, does anybody else share my concern? Well, they'll find something, some use for those buildings. Yeah, people that invested in, in office space and real estate are going to get hit. But it's going to be a gradual thing because some companies don't want to allow people to work remotely. Tennessee is going to be benefiting from about 800 and some million dollars to expand broadband out in your area, Dell, because they, they, the Biden administration and infrastructure bill provides that to, to increase broadband. So that's that's something that we're going to deal with in the future. Well, I mean, I, I get all that, but I, you know, in 2008, uh, you know the housing market uh the loans defaulted on trillions of dollars of housing market loans defaulted and it drove us into a recession damn near a depression and here we're looking at trillions of dollars of office space loans defaulting uh in these major cities and i can't see why that's not a danger of another recession or depression. Well, some people are going to get hit real hard, but some folks are going not going to load up on uh, investment in real estate, and they ought to balance it out. If the free market, such as uh, Ron talks about, the free market sees what's coming down the road, and they're not going to lose a whole lot of money in buildings. Well, I, the problem is they're already out there on the end of the plank, uh, and they're on the hook for this office building debt. What do you think, Ron? Yeah, I think it would be good for the environment, perhaps. You know, people aren't commuting as much. Places like Atlanta and Nashville that are just crazy. It'll probably help Columbia because you can pretty much have an office in Nashville go in one day a week or two day a week and work from your home in Columbia, Tennessee. I live in Chattanooga most of the time now. They have a great DPB, has a great internet there. It's called the Gig City. They, they went into put a huge infrastructure in around uh, the internet, very powerful internet. We're down at the beach where I have a place, 230A. The Internet's terrible down there. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, just discernibly terrible. One kid gets on his, you know, PlayStation, sucks all the energy out of the whole 30A down there. But uh, at Chattanooga, the, 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 gig, the gig city, it's really been good for that city. So if that's the construct, it's fine. I mean, if you, if you have the discipline to work from home, you know, it saves you a 45-minute commute, an hour and a half each way, unclogs yeah. the highways, Ron, unclogs yeah, the, I, the I, air. I don't, air think, you've been, I don't think you've been able to hear me. What 
What I'm concerned about is the trillions of dollars of debt that may default because of these vacant office buildings in major cities. Yeah. Well, over time, but tell they'll investors go in and they'll to get out of real estate. Yeah, I mean, it's just private sector stuff, and they've already anticipated a lot of that, you know, by moving different things in there. Same thing with big, uh, small box retail. Retail stores are toast, too, with Amazon. The economy has a way of adjusting over time. I mean, I wouldn't invest in a new office building. I wouldn't invest in an old office building unless it came at a big discount. You can always convert it to condos and things like that. I'm invested in a hotel. We're doing a hotel, a historic building there. It used to be an office building. We're converting it into a hotel. So, I mean, the market is a nimble way of readjusting itself when it has to. Okay, let's take a break. That's what people are seeing with the townhouse development in the Murray County area. People aren't going for a large acreage. They want a townhouse. Okay, let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, it's me, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. July reminds me of red, white, and blue. If you were born in July, your birthstone is the ruby, king of the precious stones, for its rarity, hardness, second only to diamonds. We have a beautiful collection from earrings to rings, modern and antique. If you were born in July, we'll take 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Heller's Heat. Wave heroes are keeping you from getting burned this summer. If you know you need an AC replacement, don't wait until it breaks down and you're sweating it out. Our Heat Wave heroes are saving the day with hot deals to keep you cool. Get a free UV light and free electronic air cleaner when you purchase select new HVAC systems this month. Don't wait until you need rescuing. Call the Heat Wave heroes. Visit happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Kennedy, I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning, man. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And our number one dude, as always, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And favorite son, native son of Columbia, uh, live from Scotland, Ron Hart. How are you, man? Good morning, buddy. All right. Good to have you. Now, all right, folks. The, uh, you know, Joe Biden is obviously... Oh, he, he's mentally deteriorating and and deteriorating farther in front of our eyes. I don't set much stock in that. All the Republicans are going, oh look, look, look. He doesn't even know what channel he's on. You know, folks, he he doesn't know what channel he's on. But there are people. Obviously, he's not running the country. His people are, and they are running it. Uh, you know, as leftists, and they're running it the way Democrats want it run. And so I don't see that as an impediment to him being reelected uh, in, just because he's senile and and uh, that kind of thing, because he's doing what he was elected to do. Or he's not the one doing it, but somebody is. Uh, now, I think... Yeah, I think the country... Yeah, go, Rod. I think the country is... Yeah, the country has a right to know who's putting the words in the teleprompter. Well, maybe. Uh, you know, y'all, y'all try to make a judgment about some trivial stuff. The man has 
his faculties with him. He he has good people around him because he hired experienced people. He didn't hire somebody who just got out of junior college. So he's doing Kamala. what he's following. Yeah, are you dismissing the junior college? Party. Uh, huh? Are you, di- no, are you dissing I'm just junior saying, college? A lot of people Trump hired didn't have any experience. That's what I mean. Oh, well, I'm not going to get into that one. But Yeah, uh, you know, but, but Biden is doing what the country needs. I mean, he's creating jobs. He's working on the inflation. Well, the inflation's coming down. So, you know, a lot of things. You're listening to 101.7 KOM. Oh, we got gremlins going somehow. Oh, Melissa. How's he creating jobs? With all the infrastructure and the bridge, look at the bridge they built in Pennsylvania in in two weeks. They put an I-95 back up. Oh, Lord. Well, I I don't agree that he's doing what the country needs, although I will agree that the country's doing pretty well right now. Uh, But I don't think he's got anything to do with it. uh, It's happening on his watch, but... uh, um, you know, the, the fact is, I, he's not doing, I don't think, what the country needs, but he's doing what his party elected him to do. And I don't think he's doing it. His people are. Uh, but that uh, that being said, I mean, all this crazy stuff, I mean, it look, just look what happens when the prime minister of India shows up last week. I mean, first of all, he puts his hand over his heart while the Indian national anthem is playing, not the national anthem of the United States. And then he goes on to uh, talk about, uh, uh, you know, the week before he had talked about building a railroad across the Pacific Ocean. Uh, and, and I thought, well, you know, anybody might get confused about that one time. But then here a week later, when the Indian prime minister's there, he talks about building a railroad across the Indian Ocean. And then, you forget to look at the optics in that gesture. That optics in that gesture says that we care about India and we're trying to get India on our side. That's the optics of it. It's not a kerfuffle. Well, you know, I mean, he, he didn't really know which national anthem was playing. And then he goes on in his remarks before the prime minister to say, and, and you know, he probably has, but he wasn't admitting to it here, uh, not intentionally. He said, I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things. I, know, I couldn't believe that. I mean, there's no... There's, there's I mean, no reason to say that. I mean, the, 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 no. I mean, he's just confused. I mean, yeah. Well, we don't know what your buddy Trump has sold. Oh, good gosh. Oh, Here, here's the good news. Y'all listened to a pretty good story here. I was, I was with Bob Corker, our, our former senator in uh, Palm Beach recently, and there's a group of billionaires down there called No Labels. they got a uh, kind of a party called No Labels. Yeah, I've heard and Trump, and Trump are, yeah, are nominated. Have y'all heard this? They're, they're going to run Mansion and somebody else, maybe Corker, some moderate Republican and, and moderate Democrat, and, and, and they're, they're trying to get on all 50 states in terms of the ballot and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, y'all I would, got a I stage four cancer. I, I, y'all got a stage four cancer in Trump and can't don't know how to get rid of it. He's leading them all. You got all these. You got all these people. Not, 
He's Come leading off. the polls, but he's only leading in the Republican agenda. That's all. Corker was a Nationally, stage. Nationally, he can't win. Corker was a stage for cancer, and we did get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to run for president, let him just light the money on fire. I mean, that, that's, all that's, that's, goes, that's going as far as Chris Christie's going. You know, nowhere. Chris Christie's doing a good job opening up dialogue. I like that. Let's talk about it. If you I think said, he's so bad, Ron, let's I've, talk about it. I've offered Point to pay him. I, I, I made a bet with him. He's got to pay me a dollar for every uh, state Christie loses, and I got to pay him a dollar for every state Christie wins. Uh, Why hasn't Tim, Tim Scott got more than three percent support in the polls? Just he stays at three percent. Him and Chrissy Haley. Chris is the type of guy you want on your side, unless unless you're in a canoe. It's well, kind of rough on a canoe, especially a P roll down in Louisiana, Ryan. You know, I mean, Tim Scott is, I mean, as opposed to Chris Christie, who I wouldn't support for uh, constable. I like Tim Scott. You know, it's it's a little known fact, guys. Y'all know Tim Scott, if he's elected president, he'll be the first bachelor in the White House since Bill Clinton. Yeah. He might start smoking (laughs) cigars. Well, where's he going? He might start smoking cigars, Ron. Where's he going to store them? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> now that's the sixty-four thousand dollar question. Where will he store the cigar? Uh, yeah. yeah, but you all got a you all got a mess over there, and I, I, I enjoy watching the fun, of looking at the mess, and looking at the dialogue, and listening at the debate. And you don't know what to do because you can't govern. You just can't govern. Well, I don't think anybody in this list, list, listening audience agrees with you, Mr. York. Not- I, I still think that Robert Kennedy Jr. is going to be a problem for Biden at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. I sent him some money recently. Yeah, there is a wingnut like. guy out there, and I'm not going to say his name because he does have the courage to put his uh, name and his uh, image, his photo on Twitter. But Yeah, I would I would encourage you, Doc, I think I said it to you, to listen to those two hours or three hours, the Joe Rogan podcast with RFK Jr. I tell you, you'd like a lot what he has to say. I am, a, and, I am all in on Robert Kennedy. I, um, but I, but I, here's, I, the, here's the thing. We have to be, the Democrats have to be in on him, Dell. and the problem with that well, is Robert Kennedy, he's got a name. He's got an extreme point of view, which Democrats try to stay away from extreme what? right views. Well, I, I, Mr. York, I, I, I mean, I, I, is, he, thinks, he says extreme, everything that you disagree arguing about isn't extreme and why is it extreme? Well, you just call it extreme and huff and walk away. That's how y'all debate. Well, I, I, and, and Ron, you're sort of you're, you're fading out there, but you know, the thing that Sorry. I think about, I mean, I, I don't think even you can deny that the Democratic Party today, uh, the media, the Biden, the party, they have gone to the extreme left. They're not center left anymore. They're left, uh, and so what I'm watching, and I think most of the nation is watching, uh, to see whether or not. Uh, I mean, and and Trump is far right. There's no doubt about that, and so we don't have a centrist on the national stage. And Biden is the closest thing to it, Dell. 
There's I don't care nothing. what you say. Biden is not extreme left. Biden is an old time centrist Democrat. Well, they, you keep saying that. No, no, no. Now, he's got some people that might be extreme. He's got some people that might want, but he's name, not going to go that Name direction. me one policy or position that's centrist that Biden's taken. Go. When he when he uh, compromised on the debt ceiling. That's not a centrist <laughs> position. On what? When he compromised he on the debt ceiling bill, when the discussion was done, he compromised he that. When he got all the bills passed, it he had did. to be a compromise because you all are so far right. That, that the infrastructure is not, bill. That is not a centrist but position. He, he at didn't all. compromise on the debt bill. He had, he didn't have the votes. Uh, yeah, let, give me one position that he's taken: immigration, war. Don't care. Just one position that he's taken that's centrist. Everything he's done has been centrist. He hasn't been extreme. No, Miss York. Everything doesn't work. Give me the okay, name. Okay, the of immigration. It. He he's he's adhered to the uh, Title Forty Two. He's done. He's filed a suit, and and that he won the suit on being able. Can to you tell me prioritize why? immigration policy? Miss York, five million people have crossed the border and are in the United States. Is that's extreme? He's oh, the borders are open. The borders have never been open. That that's the biggest bundle of talking point bull that I've ever heard. Miss York, you've got to go through. Uh, you're yeah, pissing on my leg and tell me it's raining. People, I mean, we can watch videos all day long of them just streaming across, and the border patrol agents are greeting them, you know, signing you, them up you, for asylum and saying, yeah, "Have a nice of, day." You you're full of watering on somebody's leg and calling it champagne, you know? But but with that talking point that the Ms. Republicans York, have always held to, you, you, the border's open. You are borders, not convincing. no border's open. You are not convincing anybody in our listening audience that our borders aren't open. Well, Florida's border's open because he's running immigrants out of Florida, so your oranges are going to go up. Watch it. Now there's plenty of help swimming the river. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Ron, enjoy have a Scotland. Great day, folks. Yeah. See you guys.